This is a HeadGum Podcast. Getting the smile and confidence you've been dreaming about all from the comfort of your home isn't a total mystery with Bite Clear Aligners. Just don't be surprised if all your friends start asking, what's your secret? Begin by ordering your at-home impression kit today for only $14.95. Bite Clear Aligners are doctor-directed and delivered to your door. Treatment costs thousands less than braces, plus they offer flexible financing, accept eligible insurance, and you can pay with your HSA FSA. Get 80% off your impression kit when you use code WONDERY at Byte.com. That's B-Y-T-E dot Start your confidence journey today with Byte. Ah. The comfort of your favorite seat is now your comfy car-selling command center, thanks to Carvana. It doesn't get any better than this. Your favorite seat's the best spot in the house. Make it even better by entering your license plate or VIN and getting a real offer in minutes. There really is no place like home. And speaking of home, Carvana will pick up your car from yours after you finalize your offer. Visit Carvana.com or download the app and sell your car from your comfy place. The name is Justin. I feel like I'm going too far. We got Jake and Amir, two celebrity stars with the dopest podcast. Yeah, how are you? Shit's about to go down, you know? Yeah, time's ticking. Shit ain't ticking. Ah, so, you need that advice. Planning on rolling that dice. Yeah, so many problems. Everybody need to solve them. Nobody want to talk to. Nobody want to say nothing to the folks or family. So that's when Jake and Amir come with the new network. Here comes a vice show. So listen to what they're saying. Shit gets real when they ain't playing. So ma, turn down the pockets. Shit's about to go headless. Yeah, boy. Yo, yo. All right, verse two. Oh, Jake's no. gonna freestyle right for you. I don't want to. Ching, dung, da. It sounds real cool when the beat drops, you know, yeah. when it drops out and you keep on rapping, you know it's going to come back. Silence. Like, he's in, oh, 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 here I am. Yeah, remember in, uh, what was that, the song, uh, it was like a pop punk song where it like goes to silence and then there's no singing and then, I think it's the um, Karate Kid 2 theme song that like Newfound Glory does a cover of. Oh. It like cuts off and then the band goes like, I am the man who, who will, will fight, fight Yeah, your <laughs> That's the first beat drop I remember. <laughs> As a, a suburban Jewish kid. Yeah, it makes sense. Uh, that song was written by, I think he's our most prolific theme songwriter, Justin Goncalves. That's right, Goncalves? Goncalves. Oh, fuck, we always... We should really it. find out. But we, we have found out. We found out, and we just keep on forgetting. Yeah, we should, Goncalves. We should remember. Goncalves. Okay. Uh, we actually met the, uh, Justin. Mm-hmm. Dude's... Dude's cool, as you would imagine. Yeah, dude. So thanks for writing in again, Justin. G. Uh, oh, his channel name on YouTube. You can shout out a channel that would help. Mr. Immigrant All is right. his channel. I don't know if that's YouTube or SoundCloud, but Mr. Immigrant, Justin, a Google search would yield some more results for his original music. Cool. I guess this is original music. I don't know. I'm really, really high. <laughs> yeah, you are. You ha- you snorted an edible. <laughs> <laughs> what does that mean? You crushed up a pot cookie, <laughs> snorted it straight to the dome. Would that work? I don't know. No? <laughs> if I stuck a weed Jolly Rancher up my nose, or if I took it like a pill, that would work, right? Well, yeah, yeah. If you took it like a pill, definitely. If I swallowed a weed Jolly Rancher like a pill. Yeah, that would work. If I shoved it up my ass, would it get me high? I think so. Isn't it all just about getting into your bloodstream? Yeah, but how would shoving it up your ass get into your bloodstream? Um, well, you're, you, you've got little, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, if I shove it up my ass, will it get me high? It's kind of like a cool like a l- cool. love song. <laughs> no, it's not. If I shove it. If I shove it up my ass, will it get me high? <laughs> yeah. If I shove it, yeah. If, if I, I shove it up my ass, will it get me high? Will it get you by? Will you say goodbye? Will it make me by? <laughs> will it make you cry? I want to shove it up my ass right after class. This is if, if I, I were shove you. it up my ass, will it make you cry? 
Uh, this is our weekly advice podcast where we sing about uh, edibles going in your ass. Your anus. And also, we help people get out of their sticky situations. That's right. Uh, I am Jake. And I am Amir. And I'm hosting this episode. You're taking the lead. I'm taking the reins. Taking it over. All these questions were written to show at gmail.com. Correct. And we comb through all these submissions. We try to help a couple people out. These questions were chosen by me wow. and only seen by me, never huh? seen by Amir, uh, unless Donna Brazil passed them to him under the <laughs> table. <laughs> I'm serious. <laughs> Dude got the questions and the answers. Um, this, this episode is actually the day before the election. So a lot of you are listening to this knowing who the next president is. What a relief that you have that information. We're uh, living in a world where we're still sort of uh, anxious for the next couple of days. I wonder if it's a relief or a, ho- or a horror. Let's find out. Uh, It'll definitely be one of uh, one and the other for many different people. Yeah. Or, hey, who knows? We might not even know who the winner is on election day. Ooh, would you take that bet? Uh, I don't know if I would take it, but I would make that prediction. I mean, it happened as recently as 2000. That's right. The so, year 2000. It seems possible. It seems plausible. It all comes down to a couple key states. Everybody get out there and vote. Here we go. <laughs> uh, this question comes from a guy. Oh, okay. So I'll give him a fake name. Yeah. Real email, fake name. Here we go. Hot Chad. Hot Chad. Yeah. Are there any other Chads? <laughs> no way. Guys, I have a bit of a stickler here. I was thinking about breaking up with my girlfriend because it's exam time and she's been so hard on herself even though these exams don't matter and it was really getting on my nerves. Mm. Anyway, I was deciding when to break up with her when she sent me a message on Skype apologizing for being so difficult and saying that she's surprised I haven't thrown in the towel and that she's eternally grateful. Oh. Now I'm confused. Am I being a douchebag here? Should I still break up with her? I mean, she's pretty great now that I think about it, and she's clearly in love with me. I wouldn't want to break her heart. Thanks for the advice anyway. Cheers. (gasps) Yeah. Hot Chad. Hot Chad. This sounds like many relationships I've been in as a youth. Mm. When I was young, it reminded me a lot uh, in the following ways. One, Mm. not empathizing with somebody else's stress, which is like, why are you freaking out? It's not that big of a deal, which is what you can think, but maybe not what you should say. Right. Um, It's not necessarily great advice to try to talk people down by saying what they're freaking out about doesn't matter. Right, which is, I think, something I probably, sorry, I know something I definitely have done before. Right. Which is like, my way of dealing with stress is like, hey, it's not that big of a deal. In a week, you won't even remember what you're stressed out about, so you might as well. It's not helping. No. It's like, just just do it. Sort of general advice for relationships is respond to how that person feels, not not, uh, with how you think they should feel. Right. So, like, she's freaking out about exams. You say... I understand you're freaking out ex- about exams. Yeah, like I let the it. It's more of like a, a venting thing than like I need someone to tell me that things that I'm passionate about are, aren't important. Right, that's not good. So it's like it's almost like they need you to just a listen and b kind of agree and empathize and be like, yeah, this is fucking sucks, but like let's fucking beat this together or something. Right. I guess the, and. But the 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 bigger problem with this guy is that he has no interest in doing that. <laughs> no, yeah. Nor I guess uh, he. Nor should he stay in this relationship if he's like this uh, willing to give it up. And yeah. the and, fact that she's like apologizing now that's because uh, she doesn't want to lose him. So he. It's basically like some. It's like kind of like this game of chicken in relationships. So it's like. This lady was rightfully or unrightfully bothering this guy. And then this guy's like, all right, fuck it, I'm going to go. And then the lady has to be like, wait, actually, don't. I'll change. I swear I can be different. And then you have to be like, all right, great, let's stick it out. But then it'll just re- regress into the actual Right, and she's problem. not even saying, wait, I'll be different. She's saying, like, I appreciate you dealing with this. <laughs> yeah. You're, you're awesome for, for not giving up. Right. Uh, and I, I think it's not a great wit- reason to stay with somebody uh, because they're in love with you. Yeah, didn't he say he's like, uh, yeah. He's like, now that I think about it, she does like me. She likes me a lot. Like, uh, yeah. And also so, the last sentence was like, she doesn't, I don't want to break her heart. Right. Also a bad reason to stay together. Yeah. You have to think about your heart. 
what you're going to sacrifice yourself just because you don't want to break somebody else's heart? No, dude. That's right. Uh, so what I would say is what I would do this, what I would actually do, because this is what I did is like stay in the relationship for too long. Right. He's going to get back together. Just two with more her. years. Yeah. Just a couple years here and there. It's no big deal when you're 22. What's another two years? Uh, but now that I'm older, cutting things off earlier. Yeah. Uh, so maybe he could skip that part, but maybe he has to go through that to learn this lesson for himself. So maybe he should get back together and in 10 struggle years, he's for sitting years. in this chair. That's right. He's got a sprained ankle. He's the one screaming into a microphone. You're still here at the same age. You Amazing. haven't aged. No, you haven't aged a bit. I haven't left the studio in a decade. <laughs> You're a skeleton on a couch waiting Thin for this guy to walk in. He grabs the mic. Your head rolls off because you're dust at this point. <laughs> this is a crypt. All right. I think we helped him. Uh, how is your ankle, by the way? It's like, it's 80% better, but like, that doesn't mean anything. Like, I still can't do anything, even if it's 20% fucked. Yeah. It's like your heel. I was just going to equate it to that, but uh, I think at least my heel's been this way for years. Right. You can fix it there's still time i can just it's it feels weird i have to be like i have to pretend like i can't walk on it even though i can so i can walk and feel no pain and then when i try to like jump on one foot it really hurts so i'm like should i just like ice my ankle that doesn't hurt that much and rest it up and not walk even though it feels fine because i have to like break through that last 20 percent yeah i think you should or maybe go to a doctor yeah that's what i'm worried about it's funny because like I feel like we talked about this before, but if anybody you knew was experiencing this, you'd be like, go to a doctor. Yeah, you're a moron. Right. And you're experiencing it, so you're like, I don't want to go to a doctor. It's getting better. Yeah. It'll just be fine in a week. But just pretend it was your brother who was doing this. Yeah. Would you tell him to go to a doctor? Yeah. And I should. I would. I would if I could just go and just have him look at me. But I know it'll be like, I have to research where to go. I have to find out if he'll take my insurance. I have to wait. I have to drive there. It's pretty easy. Don't you use ZocDoc? I can Zoc it. I can dock it ZocDoc's for sure. easy. I'm, gonna, I'm looking up a doctor for my heel today, actually. So oh, really? We can do it together. Yeah. All right. Uh, all right. So we're going to do that. Great. Also, this was not sponsored by ZocDoc. No. I like <laughs> that website. All right. Uh, this next question comes from a gal. Ooh. Yeah, dude. About time. Paulina Z. Paulina Z. Pauline Z writes, Hey, Jake and Amir, one of your 08 day ones here. Needing wow. both your help with this super weird problem I'm having. And before I even get into it, I know that it sounds like he's lying, but hear me out. Uh-oh. My boyfriend has told me on multiple occasions that he doesn't like to masturbate when he has a girlfriend. So in the year and eight months we've been together, he's only sorted himself out when we've been sexting. I know this sounds like a total lie, but I've told him every time it comes up that I don't mind if he watches porn and wanks, but he just doesn't want to. This leads to my problem. We live very far apart, and he works during the week, and I work at the weekends. This results in us only getting to spend the night together once a month or so, and when we're having sex because he's had no sexual outlet at all, he comes almost straight away. I know this must be annoying for him too, but it means I'm not getting off. Please, please help me solve this problem because waiting a month to have sex and then having it be cut short is really starting to frustrate me. There's only so much porn and sexy Netflix (laughs) film one girl can take. Sooner or later, I'll need a good fucking. I don't know what to do. Love you guys lots. Paulina Z. So this lady wants her guy to watch more porn. Yeah, almost the opposite problem that dudes uh, the write-in usually have. Yeah. She wants him to masturbate more Yeah, so he can last longer. Well, the real question is, like, why don't they have sex more than once? Well, because they live far apart. He has school all weekend. She works on the weekends. Yeah, so the first one will be bad. And then the two, three, four, five seems like it'll, he'll last longer and longer and longer. You think they should be having like more sex? Yeah, because like during during their one night, you yeah, think they yeah, fuck like three times. Yeah, that's if he doesn't masturbate. Like if he's actually a quick guy, mm-hmm. then if you have sex too soon after the first time, he'll last longer. Just you know, anatomically, he won't be able to right. get it up right so, away. I here's the th- I think there's a chance. I think there's a great chance 
that he's jerking off. <laughs> oh, anyway. <laughs> yeah, he's wanking till his heart's content. Right. And then is also, like, you can be, you can do both. Yeah. Just because you're training for a marathon doesn't mean the race is any easier. Yeah, exactly. So, <laughs> so he's 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 going to town regardless of the fact I that. I feel like he's jerking the gherkin. He's yanking the crank. Yeah. He's pulling on his meat constantly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and then, but it still doesn't, it's not the same as sex. So when he finally sees his girlfriend, he's like. Very excited. Yeah. Unless he like jerks off like literally like 30 minutes before she gets there. Yeah. And that's why I think I would suggest something like they should have, they should like sexed the night before. Right. So maybe he's just like, at least it's slightly like. Pre, prepared. Yeah. That's like a little more primed. Like it's almost like you guys had sex or maybe that even fucking like riles him up more. I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Tell him to edge. So like, just, you just, you know, go to town until he's about to nut and then say like, don't touch yourself for the next day until you see me. <laughs> then, then like, t- he's going to like, <laughs> just come when flick. he hugs you. Yeah. <laughs> a volcano that erupts. <laughs> Remember in uh something about Mary, that scene where he's like, you're going to want to jerk off before you go out on a date. Yeah, so you can be clear-headed. Yeah, I remember seeing that as like a 13-year-old and not quite understanding the importance of that or like why that helps. And then I remember trying that technique later in life. But like it almost reduces, it almost like works too much where it like reduces you to like someone that doesn't want to. Yeah. But maybe that's good for a date. So like it, it doesn't even be. put that in your in your memory or your brain at all. Yeah. Definitely when I, as soon as I come, I stop thinking about women as objects for a full like 30 minutes. Oh, at least. Yeah. If not 32. Yeah. <laughs> it is interesting how uh, when you, when a uh, male orgasms, he's just like, ugh, I just want to like lay down here and watch TV, do nothing sexual. But it seems like that's the opposite for women. Like having an orgasm, just like, all right, now I'm in the mood. Yeah. So it's like it's like a guy finishing a meal and a girl just getting an appetizer. That's interesting. I feel I wonder if it's because guys are just so much like we're pleased way more of the time than girls are. Oh, like they're they're having I don't it's know. more rare for women to have orgasms. So when they have one they're like this yeah. was that was great. Yeah, let's have that, another one. Yeah, like if you if you had like half the amount of orgasms as you had, and right. then you basically <laughs> get reminded how good it feels to come. You're not like, all right, that was good. Whatever. You're like, yeah, I'll yeah. do it again. Right. But I guys can't do that. Guys can't have the multiple orgasms. It's like they an can't evolutionary have like thing. Orgasming like on top of each other, but you could like reset after a few minutes and get hard again. Well, I guess we're getting older now. <laughs> Give me more than a few minutes. But it takes, yeah. yeah, it takes me five days to get hard again. <laughs> to refill my tank. Oh, God. <laughs> I can never please anybody. We're all going to die. It's almost like the semen is the 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 sexual energy. Oh, and you, and you, you transfer, transfer it. Well, then how would you explain uh, lesbians? What? <laughs> Forget it. <laughs> What's that? Is that it's like only when, the hottest thing in the world? Imagine two guys hooking up, but it's chicks instead. <laughs> what the? Yeah, if you're if you're two lesbians and you make each other orgasm, and then it's like, all right, let's do it again. Let's do it again. Multiple orgasms. Yeah, let's fucking keep the party going. I guess lesbians this, probably have the best sex of all because they never they never fatigue. And then when it happens, they both want it more. It's like a positive cycle instead of a negative one. Jesus. <laughs> Should I be a gay woman? <laughs> I feel like I should be gay and a woman. It's about time, dude. I feel like I should. Do people... Uh, I won't even ask this question. It's really ignorant. Unless I should, because this is a safe space. It's a safe space. I'm not going to be able to... Probably won't be able to answer it, but uh, go ahead. Okay. Uh, the transgender thing. Let's say I'm a man who wants to be a woman. Can I be a man that wants to be a lesbian woman? Or yeah, is it like... I think that, oh, yeah, I can't answer that. You can. It's be, not like a sexual orientation thing. Well, I, I think like the trans. This part I don't actually know what I'm talking about. But what I think is, there's definitely there's definitely people that identify as a woman. So like, you can think you were born in the wrong body, right? So, so you're I'm like, attracted. You don't to even females. feel like to you. It doesn't feel like you're a. Even though you have a penis, it doesn't. If you're attracted to a girl, it wouldn't feel like you're a heterosexual. You'd be like, I'm a woman, and I'm attracted to women. Yeah. So yeah, that exists. So it's like I'm a guy and I'm attracted to women, but I feel like I'm a woman attracted to women. Right. So you could you could identify as a lesbian. Thanks, man. <laughs> I mean, you don't. <laughs> oh, okay. 
All right. I thought you were giving me something to try. Oh, no. Humans can. It's possible. It's possible, but not probable. Probably Uh, unlikely, but uh, definitely it happens. uh, All right. let's Let's take a break. Wait. How many questions do we have? Uh, we've got four. That was number two. All right, so let's take a break right now and be back with more questions after this. Actually, you're hosting the show. You do that. All right, let's take a break. We're going to be right back with a few more questions. All right. Ciao, folks. Try that again. Let's do, uh, let's do like Southern accent style. All right, all right, all right. We're going to take a break right now, and then we're going to be right back with two more questions. Uh, howdy. <laughs> well, Howdy says hi. Oh, yeah. So let's do one like uh, Eastern European. So like you're Polish or Romanian or something. Um, uh, uh, all right. Um, Jesus. Um, you can do it. All, all right. We are going to be... Uh, uh, that's French kind yeah. of... <laughs> French uh, is fine. Just I want some options in the, in the okay. edit. Um, bonjour. We are going to Again, be hello. right back. We, well, I'm you saying say hello. hello. I did say hello. Oh, at the top. Bonjour. Okay. Yeah? All is right. that fine with you? Yeah, yeah. You fucking asshole. <laughs> right. I, I keep bonjour. <laughs> we will take a quick break and be right back with toi du or du more questions. Uh, uh, that's Italian. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Uh, how do you say bye in French? Oh, good question. Uh, ciao. Bo- no. Ciao is universal, ciao is... by the way. Okay. So, <laughs> ciao and also meet. All right. All right. We got, I think we got it. All right, cool. We'll be right back. Actually, you should say we'll be right back. <laughs> we'll be right back. That was really good. Now do it in a French accent. <laughs> we'll be right back. But we is actually French for yes. From us. <laughs> Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Indeed. Indeed. Simply put, it's the easiest way to create a professional-looking website. Couldn't agree more, bud. That's it. Yeah. That's the tweet. <laughs> um, no, they do have a lot more than that. It's uh, right. it's a, it's They have 24-7 award-winning customer support. They have very simple drag-and-drop technology. You can code. You can design mm-hmm. a professional-looking website without knowing much about how the internet works. You can sell. You can launch and sell product. From Squarespace. Yes. That's right. You can even purchase a domain name through Squarespace. For example, Jake, what can people purchase? Boneheader.com. Boneheader. It's like... Interesting. That's pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. It's like if you're a boneheaded person, but you're doing a boneheader of a move. You know what I mean? What about fitnessnah.com? So it's sort of like a relaxation technique mm-hmm. slash way to say damn the man with regards yeah. to fitness it's a movement about not going to the gym fitness it's nah. a it's an anti-movement really oh, it's that's a non-movement that's movement a, is anti-movement yeah. one anti-movement uh, seems i'll like have it should to be. check it out later actually let me look right now anti-movement.com is not available don't yeah. buy that one okay yeah, yeah. i wouldn't but so it's fitness more of a fitness yeah it's more of a fitness nah thing yeah uh, Squarespace AI also is a great way to kickstart or update written content on any website. They can generate instant personalized results that know and show your brand identity. Pretty cool th- there too. Incredible. So the way to get in on this action and uh, launch your own website soon enough mm-hmm. is to go to squarespace.com segments. Segments. And when you're ready to launch, you use that coupon code segments at checkout to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Beautiful. Again, check out squarespace.com for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, go to squarespace.com slash segments to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Thanks, folks. Thanks, Squarespace. Thank you to Rocket Money for sponsoring this episode of our program. Hell yeah. It's pretty simple. It's a personal finance app that finds and cancels your unwanted subscriptions, and then it monitors your spending and helps lower your bills so that you can grow your savings. It's perfect for all those subscriptions that you tried and then forgot about, but you're actually paying for, and you don't even realize it, folks. I had, no joke, over a million dollars a month worth of subscriptions that I did not need. That's amazing. Did not That's need. amazing. That's so uh, much cash. I was buying 35 new houses a freaking month on yeah. this subscription box that I accidentally subscribed <laughs> to when I bark was high. Box. Yeah, bark yeah, box. Yeah, it came with the condos, yes. dozens of them a month. Mm-hmm. And I said, you know what? Let me do a quick little audit. Rocket Money came in and they're like, by the way, you're spending $1.5 million a month. We could probably just cancel this one. Yeah. Like, damn. And I could use that. I did. Incredible. Yes. Congrats. And you should use that. Rocket Money has over 5 million users and has saved them a total of $500 million. That's almost entirely me. $500 million in canceled subscriptions. Yeah. Most saving of yours. the average member 
only $740 a year, which is not as much as the $1.5 million a month that I saved, but still a lot of money to some people. For sure. So if you're looking to save some cash, which who isn't, mm -hmm. uh, you can stop wasting money on things you don't use. Cancel your unwanted subscriptions by going to rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. There's something in your bank account that doesn't need to be there. Rocketmoney.com slash segments will find it and eliminate it. Whoa. Nice. Again, that's rocketmoney.com slash segments. Segments. Take control of your finances today. Mm -hmm. Thank you, Rocket Money. And we are back. What's up? What is new in the life of Blue? <laughs> nice. <laughs> what is new with Jew? Um, purchasing a home. What an adult endeavor. What what a process. Yeah, wow. We that's something we both did this uh this summer. Uh, we started I started mine in August. Yeah. You started in September. Right. It takes about 30 to 60 days to get it all done. So by the time it got done, it felt like it had taken an entire season. Yeah, it's, it's crazy to like, when I was like searching my emails for documents and stuff, like to see me like just a naive little boy yeah. back on like August 1st <laughs> being like, oh yeah, let's submit this offer. Yeah, anybody can submit an offer. That's Jesus. the first thing you learn. You can just submit offers that you don't actually want. Yeah, do you... When your offer was accepted, do you remember how you felt? Uh, yeah, it was like 80% confusion, 20% excitement. Mm -hmm. It's like basically like when you went, again, a racing metaphor. It's like, hey, you win access to the New York City Marathon. You're like, awesome. Wait, what? How do yeah. I? But I can't. It's confused, excited dread. <laughs> yeah, That's like here's a huge responsibility. Congrats. And you're like, yeah, but well, how do I do it? How do and I then, do this thing? And then it's just like an uphill slugfest right. where... Well, the yeah. first the first two weeks is just paperwork and trying to get a loan. Right. So the way it works is that like you promise to pay a certain amount of money, and then you have to guarantee that a bank will pay the other close to eighty percent right. of Which the is, home that's price. That's just kind of crazy. You you say I'll pay this, and trust me, yeah. I'm going to be able to get this yeah. money. And they're like, all right, don't worry about the other hundreds of thousands. I got this, but uh, you don't really got it yet. No. So then and you then have you to gotta go get it. Yeah, you have to get somebody to believe in you so much that they're like, "Yeah, we'll pay eighty percent of the house. You you'll pay us back over time." And then meanwhile, when you're like begging and borrowing to get this extra money, you are going to like inspect your house where you learn it's not worth what you thought it was. Yeah, they have to they, appraise it. They show you everything that's bad with the house. Oh yeah, and it's a once. laundry list. It Hundreds is a of pages multi-page document. Just uh, everything from as small as like, oh, the shingles on the roof need to be replaced to like big issues like, sorry, these pipes are 80 years old. You know, it'll cost you a lot of money to replace them. Like, no, I don't know that. I saw an open house and the house looked fine and I didn't yeah. look underneath the house to see how the pipes I forgot were. to look at the pipes. Yeah, I looked at here. the window and it was a nice view. <laughs> and now that we're here, uh, I feel bad rescinding my offer because of a pipe or a shingle or a roof. And it really is. It's just like you save your whole entire life uh, – for the bank to own your house. Yeah, so... You give all of the money that you have, and it's not nearly enough. Oh, not even close. And not even a quarter of the way there. It's... Do you feel like you own a little piece of America right now, or do you feel like the bank owns it, and you're sort of like, the bank is your roommate? Oh, I don't think that. I think I, think I own it, but I shouldn't own it. Like, Interesting. they gave me this house. They gave a house to a child, and now I have to take care of it. <laughs> you, yeah, I, I understand yeah. that. Like, if something breaks, I'll be like, all right, I'll call the landlord. And then they'll be like, there is no landlord. You one have of, to deal with it. One of the most fun things to me was going, because every, every, like, apartment you move into, it's just like, it doesn't, you can, like, you ask, like, oh, can I paint this wall? And they're like, all right, well, you got to paint it back. Right. Like, okay, okay, <laughs> yeah. well. I don't own it. That's fair. And I was walking through my house with the contractor, and I was like, can we just like take make this window bigger? And right. Like, yeah, we can do anything. Huh. huh. And I should ask the person that owns it. Hey, bank, <laughs> do you mind if I make this window bigger? Bank of America is like, no, actually, you uh, you really can't do that. Right. And every apartment you're in feels temporary because it's like a one year lease. I'm like, I don't want to like fucking like start breaking shit and moving outlets. I'm like, yeah. like even hanging up a TV, it's like. All right, you can get an electrician to move the outlet so that the wires don't come down. I'm like, I'll just have a wire there for twelve months and then oh, I'll yeah. leave. I was, on, that's I even I just like 
rather than go through the wall or anything, I like bought a little wire hider. Oh yeah, which I never hung up. <laughs> just doesn't matter. Hider. But now I'm like thinking about where I'll put my TV, and it's like I I just want everything to be fucking perfect. But I also have never felt less handy like using a handyman. How cool would it be if you were that handy and you're like, you know what? Let me fucking hang up this TV. You know what? Let me make the window bigger. I can do that. Yeah. I, well, I feel like being handy is something I could do like in my apartment. Like I knew I, I would know how to like, you know, hang stuff. Yeah. Do like, but it, it, in, I've definitely been in apartments where I like hung things two different places, you know, and like hit a hole in the wall. Yeah. Accidentally. But when it comes to my house i'm like i don't trust myself at all i want i want a pro touching everything yeah i want a professional but i'm looking forward to like the little stuff like fixing leaks and stuff like that yeah i still i don't don't know how to do that i wonder if there's a class that teaches like you know how you you have miguel yeah how how many classes would you have to take to be as good as miguel would it be years and years of experience, oh, yeah. or like Miguel's, if you take a, a one month crash course? He he went to college for carpentry, like he went to carpentry school. Yeah, um, but I don't think you like can go to carpentry school and come out as good as Miguel. He's also <laughs> been working for forty years, <laughs> right? Uh, so that was another thing when I was walking around with because Miguel did like some little stuff around the office, and it was mostly like it, I guess. I was I I asked him to like remove a built-in bed, remove like an extra closet yeah. to get more space, and then I was talking to him about like painting and flooring, and I was like, "Oh yeah, and I'll have to get someone to do that." And he was like, "Jake, I do that." What? Like, oh, <laughs> you met leading you magic into kiss you? <laughs> <laughs> I do everything. I Miguel, wonder, not here. <laughs> I wonder if I would have to pay extra money to. Uh, be an assistant to Miguel. Oh, yeah. That would just slow him down. Would like, it help I Miguel get... if you were there to see Miguel? It would definitely not help him. <laughs> but I would I would love to just be like an apprentice with him on my own house. Oh, that's nice. Yeah, that way he's like teaching you. That's what we should have done. I should have asked him, but yeah. I was too, I'm too nervous. He's like such a good carpenter. Even something as simple as like uh, somebody's painting the interior of my home. Mm-hmm. And they're they're basically making it one shade of white to another shade of white, and I'm like, how can you tell which part of the wall you've uh, painted already? Like, how can you if they look so similar? Which one has a semi gloss? Which one doesn't? They can like see the difference. I feel like I would need to change the wall color completely to see which part has been painted already. Yeah, but the painter has such a keen eye between like Swiss coffee and bone white and china white and, and they, this white. i didn't even know that paints had different finishes too there's like matte matte eggshell lust like yeah, whatever semi-gloss and that's just something that like they knew exactly what i should put up i was like i guess this is how you do find out right so maybe i mean i guess i just hope that i remember yeah for the in the 30 years when you buy your next house let's see uh all right we'll take photos when it's all ready as of oh, right, yeah. yeah. Oh, you you put a photo on your Instagram. I did. So follow Jake Hurwitz on Instagram. I could really use the love, folks. And I will also post a picture of Jake's home on Instagram. Uh, That's really nice. Yeah. We both live in the raven's nest of our dreams. The raven's nest that we could afford. <laughs> it's not the raven's yeah. nest we deserve. It's the raven's nest we can afford Imagine right now. the best house that we could afford. <laughs> um. All right, let's see. This next question comes from another lady. <gasps> this is the Sadie Hawkins episode, besides the first question. Yeah, besides the fact that men chose the questions. Mm-hmm. Ooh, that's what we should do, is we should have a guest choose the questions once. Yeah, we just make them weed through 15,000 yeah. emails. <laughs> Thanks for coming on our show. Um, Zabar. Zabar. Rofesh. Zabar Rofesh writes... What up, boys? I'm in a pickle. Not a literal one. That would be weird. A figurative pickle, if you will. (laughs) Again, I was not brined in cucumbers. But speaking of pickles, crunchy in particular, my father is a very loud chewer. Strange, yes, but it's so bad that I can hear him eating a salad all the way from other parts of the house. No exaggeration. At first, I didn't mind because it was minuscule, and I was like, hey, those chips are crunchy, but whatevs. No, not whatevs. Faster than I thought. 
My father has gotten more stubborn and all the more clueless and careless with his eating habits. Every time we sit down to eat, I fear I am about to tear my ears off of my head and throw them down the street because only then would I be saved from his god-awful chomping. The man is able to take any food and slurp it like it's fucking soup. Mother trucking soup. When the man eats chips, I can feel the table shake. It's insufferable. Yes, my dad is able to take any food I dearly love and make me go through hell just to eat it. Tacos? Nope. Pasta? Hell nah. Pizza? Forget about it. My father is making me hate pizza. And I'm not the only one. Every time my dad so much as takes a forkful of whatever's on his plate, I can notice the visible cringes on everyone's face at the dinner table. We've gone so far as to alter what we make for dinner, but the dude is still managing to turn it into an all-you-can-chomp fest. Yes, we've tried talking to him, but alas, to no avail. His claim is that he does no such thing. How the hell do I tell my father to quit maniacally munching till kingdom come? Please help me for God's sake and for the sake of my sanity and my ears. Thanks, dudes. Zabar Rofresh. <laughs> Rofesh. Rofesh. She, yeah, her dad seems to be the Tasmanian devil. <laughs> what food would make the least amount of noise if you ate it? Um, or can any food be loud? The least beans? Uh, that's good. Rice, I was going to say. Yeah, rice. It's hard to eat rice loudly. Yeah, but I guess you can. <laughs> you can, yeah, it's, it's like the lips knocking together. Yeah. Uh, I guess I empathize with both sides of this as kind of a loud eater myself. Like when I'm by myself, I think we've talked about this before and, and I'm not worried. Like if you eat alone in the woods and nobody's there to hear it, does it mm-hmm. make a sound? Yeah. I'm pretending it doesn't. I can't hear it if, if I'm creating it. When I'm by myself, I'm shoving chips in my mouth. I'm eating over a sink. Yeah. It's loud. It's sloppy. I had, I had a real bachelor's dinner last night. I oh, was really? trying to cook myself something very nice. It was, uh, <laughs> It was a, a rice bowl with uh-huh. uh, with with tempeh, uh-huh. um, a fried egg, some kale, uh, chopped tomato, avocado. That's nice. Um, and there was one other ingredient. Did I say I said fried egg already? Yeah. Some avocado. Yeah. Really nice. Uh-huh. It was a really nice dish. A nice, yeah. And I was, you know, placing everything in the bowl, trying to make it look real pretty. And a just, bulgogi of sorts. And it was just, it just got so big and it started overflowing that I just dumped it back into the <laughs> pot that I had made the rice Oh, and in. then you ate it with a wooden spoon. Drenched in sriracha. <laughs> and then you shovel it into your mouth. Oh, man. And then you eat it over the bowl, so anything that falls just falls back into the feedback. Oh, yeah. Just completely hunched. Yeah. Like, folded <laughs> <laughs> folded in half over on my couch over my coffee table. What are you watching on TV during that? Uh, that was the the OKC. Oh, that's good. Uh, a a man sports, a professional men's basketball. Katie game. going off. Yeah, just shoving going food ha- into your mouth. Going ham as I'm eating <laughs> fake ham. Tempeh. Tempe. Yeah, uh, but at the same time, uh, I can understand being like, "This is too loud. I am not even enjoying food." Everyone's telling him not to do it. Yeah. But he is the dad, so, like, he made these kids, and now they've grown up to, like, yell at him. So, like, I can be like, what are are you mad about? I made you. I'm feeding you. This is a small complaint to have. You turned it into, like, a silly thing. I feel like everybody should go out and get, like, um, construction headphones. Mm. Like, big noise-canceling construction headphones. Like, what's it called? Air traffic control. Yeah. So, you... So then everyone sits at dinner, puts on their headphones, their and cans. it's like a little bit of a joke, like, ha, 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 but then it's like, seriously, daddy, your beating is this bad. <laughs> yeah, I can't do it. Yeah. The ugly cousin of eating loud is snoring. Mm. It's like eating loud that you can't help. Are you a snorer? I think I'm, I'm not a bad snorer, but I'm a, like, 50% of the time snorer. So, like, there's been situations where people wake up mad at me. And I'm like, really, how'd I do last night? She's yeah, like, I, I didn't sleep help. at all, actually. You I'm ruined my it. night of sleep and thus my day. I'm like, oh, sorry. And when I snore, it means I'm in the deepest, most relaxing sleep. So I wake up feeling great. Oh, yeah. Like, I'm deep, deep in it. The, the dreams were dense. I wake up fully refreshed next to someone who's very Thanks mad. <laughs> Jeff Rubin once had a funny line where he's like, snoring is like being a werewolf. Like, you just, like, come back, too, and you're like, so what did I miss? And everyone's mad at you. <laughs> <laughs> you killed a villager last night. <laughs> right. But it's not to the point where it's happening every night. Uh, so I've never, like, done too much to prevent it. 
Yeah. Well, it's usually just like you could flip over on your side and stop snoring. Yeah. But then like some people I know, they're like, no, I have to like, I, uh, a buddy of mine went to like sleep therapy thing and like wears a mask to his like sleep now. Because yeah. I well, guess there's different reasons to snore. Right. Well, also, I, I think it's just, it's it's a bad pairing to be like a person that snores with a light sleeper. Yeah, a light sleeper. I've Yo, never yeah. dated a light sleeper before. Oh, I've dated light sleepers. Masks, ed- white noise, yeah, oh, object yeah, silence. No bueno. Yeah. I, I have, my sisters are light sleepers. And yeah. I'll be like downstairs, when I'm at home, like downstairs watching TV, <laughs> everything's fine. And then all of a sudden, like, it's like a fucking apparition. My like sister's just in there, just like, turn it down. <laughs> 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 or I'll kill you. It's on mute. It's fucking. I'm reading the, the closed captions. I know, but the light. It kind. I start like how light of your sleep lighter than I'm awake. Like my eyes are open and I can't. I can't see the TV and it's keeping you up. Sleeping is so particular though. Like and you can't choose it. It chooses you. So I can't choose to become a light sleeper or a heavy sleeper. Mm-hmm. And like the odds of your sleeping habits working out are so slim. Like, yeah. have you ever slept over a lady's house? Mm-hmm. And they're like, I only sleep with the TVs on. Like, what a specific thing. Like, you need, like, to fall asleep to flickering images and, like, TV being Yeah, on. I have I have been there. But I can sleep any... I can fall asleep to anything. So it's never been, like... Right. But if you were a light sleeper right. and they were not... Yeah, exactly. That's really... <laughs> Sorry, I need to have a fan on. Oh, I can't have any noise at all. Yeah. Like, all right. Well, I need a I need a little nightlight in the corner. Mm-mm. Right. It's got to be pitch in here. Do you need that stuff, or is that like what you think you need? This is me not empathizing again. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I, I guess um, is it like is it a habit thing? Is it right? Is it like fulfilling expectations so you feel comfortable enough to fall asleep? Or is it one of those things where like, it doesn't matter if I actually need it. As long as I think I need it, I do need it because it's my brain. Mm, that's true. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, uh, I just any, don't sleep anymore. To bring it back to this guy with the, uh, or this gal with the loud chewing pop. Yeah. Uh, I think you've got to keep, you've got to turn it into a joke. Yeah, or then that, like then that won't make you feel so weird about bringing it up all the time, and it will like you guys will say it with a laugh, but your dad will probably quietly be shamed into. Yeah, I was gonna say maybe the opposite. Be like, I, we just won't eat with you, and then he'll be like forced to be like, all right, fine, like I'll change. Oh, that's too sad. <laughs> a little sad when it might work. We want to make him sad. Is the thing. Oh yeah, sad dad. I I hate I, I hate thinking about a sad dad. <laughs> Sad mom, though. I love that That's shit. hilarious. Yeah, a bum mom. All right. Well, I think we helped. Okay. Maybe. Next. Uh, we should get a bell. Ding! Next. We Another should get a producer that like, dings the bell when we finally answer the question. Oh, that's good. Come on. Hey, have we not? All right. Now we talked about snoring for nine minutes instead. Um, okay. This last one comes from a lady with a husband. Okay. See. Lady with a husband. I'm thinking... Oh, another lady. Yeah. Uh, the all-lady episode, except for the first question and the two guys hosting. T-D-J. T-D-J. So, like, you know how some ladies are, like, two initials? Yeah, this one's three. Three. Hi, I'm T-D-J. With space. Yeah. An initial and a comma. That's right. T-D-J. T-D, comma, J. T-D-J writes, so I'll just get right into it. My husband and I were visiting his parents this past weekend in their house. They have an upstairs office that kind of used to be my husband husband's hangout when he lived there side note we're both 25 wow young Young husband young hub while we were hanging out there this weekend my husband turned on the computer and we both realized that his old computer account was the one open we were a little weirded out because he hasn't lived there in four years but then i thought this account is like a time capsule from when we were dating let's explore i knew i wouldn't find my husband's old porn because he's smarter than that just to leave it there on his parents computer but I was still curious in general, so we went for the Firefox history. The last searches were for porn stars and specific categories of porn. Just Google just Google searches for deep throat, vintage porn, mature porn, names of different old porn stars. I looked at my husband like, what's happening? And he, with a pale face, pointed my direction at the fact that these searches were from today while we were there, we were both grossed out, realizing that these were his dad's searches from today. We went to his mom to the, we went with his mom to the grocery store earlier that day, so that he could, so that could have been when it happened. 
but his dad was supposed to be watching our baby nephew. We sat there in silence, watching our two-year-old niece play. We were just sick to our stomachs. I felt so bad that my curiosity made everything weird for the rest of the weekend. I feel even worse now because I'm afraid I've ruined my husband's view of his dad. How did kids in the 80s find their dad's playboys and act totally chill about it? I get that porn is whatever, and I'm not about to judge, but his parents really don't have the best marriage. I feel like we have this secret now that his mom most fucking likely doesn't know about, and I feel disgusting. I want to talk to my husband about it, but when I tried once, he said he never wants to talk about it again. I would hate to bring it up if he's in the process of forgetting it. What would you do if this happened to you? How would you try to get past the fact that you know your dad looks at porn and you know his specific searches? Should we just try to forget about it? Please help us. Love, <laughs> TDJ. Yeah, I would I would not think about it after like 30 seconds later. Like, what's the, I don't understand. How it's, is this a bad thing? Well, I think the, the main unfortunate takeaway is that the dad was searching this <laughs> while he was supposed to be babysitting. Right. But like maybe the kid's taking a nap. I don't know what the two-year-old's doing. <laughs> I can't judge. Who am I to judge? Like that's speculative too. Like we're, we can assume... Or we can hope that the two-year-old wasn't, like, taking a nap in the room or yeah. playing in the corner. Right. Which I'm pretty positive that <laughs> wouldn't be the case. Yeah. You know, when you're surrounded by people, you got to – there's very slivers, thin slivers of opportunity to, to wank it. Yeah. So I uh, – I don't know. Do two-year-olds have cribs? Yeah. Can they play <laughs> – at the very least, they still got their old cribs <laughs> that they can be put in. Yeah, no, I think two is maybe two for a crib. Um, but they can definitely be, I don't know, I feel weird taking this guy's side. Like, yeah, they could be playing well, a no, lot. I, I kind of agree. She literally says porn is whatever. Like, I tell, like, I'm sure my husband looks at porn. Like, yeah. she recognizes that he deletes the history. Yeah. But then she finds the dad's porn and she's yeah. way up and up. Like, this is unacceptable because they have a bad marriage. But what can porn you do? Porn doesn't make a bad marriage. Porn just if anything, helps the bad marriage. The weird thing is, is the, uh, the, the two-year-old situation. But, like, what is, is this your job to, like, start investigating? I definitely jacked it when I was supposed to be watching my brother. <laughs> yeah, but you're also, you were, like, 13 and he was five. It's a little weirder if he's, like, 62 and the two-year-old is to be watched. Yeah, it is. Like, thinking about dads generally, like, do you think your dad looks at porn? I don't think so. I don't think my dad does either. <laughs> but I mean, I have no idea. I guess I, I'm comfortable enough that I would ask him. That'd be really there, funny. But he's definitely not comfortable enough that he would answer. But like, all like, there's something classy that about like, oh, our dad had our dad's had like porno magazines or something. Yeah, like Playboys. they had a Playboy or a Penthouse. That was the more risky one. You yeah, know? and then you find him. And like, and by the way, I never even I like searched for my dad's Playboys and stuff, and he never even had that. Right. Um, he would just J.O. to like old accounting magazines. Oh, yeah. The yeah. tax code from yeah. 1992. <laughs> just a thick. I remember trying to open it once, and it was all the pages stuck together. Oh, my God. Uh, <laughs> but it, like when we're old men, we'll be looking at porn. Perhaps. On a computer. Well, or the computer fucking, equivalent. Like, uh, An iWatch. Yeah, maybe. It'd be kind of interesting if one day you actually get to have sex with Siri or Alexa. No, that's that's what they're fucking priming us for. Why do you think they're such sexy female voices? It's really, really it's never strange. like, yo, what can I help you out with? Yeah. Oh, you're making my dick shrivel. <laughs> What's the weather in Cupertino? Uh, 68 degrees. Ugh. I don't want to fuck you at all, it's Siri. All, they basically program it to sound like a femme sex bot. Mm -hmm. How can I help you? Is that what Siri says to you? Probably. And then it's like, eventually it'll be like, the weather is 64 degrees. Actually, I can get you off, too. <laughs> well, don't mind if I do. What would you like me to say to you? It'd be funny, like, in the future you could see how many times you had Siri talk you off. <laughs> it's, it's, people have probably uh, gotten off to Siri at this point. What would you ask? Definitely. What you'd need to do is find out where it's 69 degrees and then like she would have to answer. And like you'd have to assume that she's winking at you. I'm like, sure. It's currently 69. Let's see if she'll do it. All right. Where is it 69 though? You want to guess this area? Siri, talk dirty to me. I'm not that kind of personal assistant. Yet. <laughs> <laughs> do you have the iPhone 7? Siri, say 69. 
that may be beyond my abilities at the moment. But, but if you upgrade, <laughs> uh, yeah, what's another dirty thing we could try to get Siri to say? <laughs> can you say like, Siri, can you address me as big boy? Yeah, let's see. Siri, call me big boy. You would like me to call you big boy? Big, not big boy. <laughs> you little big boy. <laughs> You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. Ooh, that's kind of sexy. <laughs> oh, right. you're undressing me in a way. Siri, call me Big Dick Motherfucker. You'll need to unlock your iPhone first. What the fuck? What? Wait, isn't it already unlocked? Because they don't want you to change the settings. Let's see. You would like me to call you Big Dick Motherfucker? <gasps> Did you hear that? <gasps> yes! <laughs> Big Dick Motherfucker. That has a nice ring to it. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> Coming! <laughs> Oh, Siri. So how will she ever call you that? So Siri, what's my name? (laughs) Siri, what's my name? You're Jake, but you asked me to call you Big Dick Motherfucker. (laughs) That's a little insulting. (laughs) Actually, Siri, just assume my name is the Big Dick Motherfucker. Don't tell people I asked. (laughs) Can you let everyone know that you're calling me that on your own volition? (laughs) You came up with it yourself, actually. After seeing the pictures on my iCloud. <laughs> I begged you not to call me that, and you insisted. <laughs> sure thing, big dick motherfucker. I can't, oh. I can't believe they could do that. Yeah, it probably only works for me, actually. What are you talking about? <laughs> I bet not. I bet she wouldn't call everybody big dick motherfucker. You probably have to, you know. Earn it in a fucking weird way. <laughs> they have to. You have to feel the shaft along the left side of the iPhone, and if it goes past it. The series been in my pocket for the last couple of years, so she... She knows my she hog. Gets what's up. <laughs> uh, uh, all right, so would you you would say that this girl could probably uh, take a take a tip from her husband and start trying to forget this ever happened? It's okay that guys look at porn. It's okay that your husband looks at porn. It's okay that your husband's dad looks at porn. And, yeah. You know, obviously, maybe you shouldn't have done it while he was babysitting, but. As long as the kid's still alive. <laughs> Which she's unfortunately not, but it seems uh, to be unrelated that's to the I, porn. I really, I have a hard time getting over that. Yeah. Uh, I would say get over it, but at the same time, I would understand why a lot of people would be mad at me for giving that advice. Yeah. Maybe you don't let the dad watch the nephew completely by itself anymore. Yeah, and if anybody asks, be like, I have this weird inkling that he um, was a naughty boy, big dick motherfucker Thanks, while he Siri. looked at it last. Uh, all right, that's it. That was that's good. Our show. I like I like when you take the reins. It's more relaxing for me, actually. Well, yeah, that's how I feel every podcast. Oh shit! But we can swing if you want. Oh, that's nice. Uh, what was that opening theme song? Oh, it's Justin Goncalves. Mm-hmm. Uh, this closing one is by Rachel. Easy. Uh, so thanks, Rachel, and thanks, Justin. Uh, and if any of you guys have your own questions or your own theme song submissions, what is that email? If I were you show at gmail.com, we will be back next week. Thank you, everybody. To-da. If you got a problem and you need some advice, email Jake and Amir's If I Were You Show. They'll probably just make fun of your sad, sad life, but that's okay. But what rhymes with show? You should email these two Jews. They'll tell you what they would do. Though they're both substantially better looking than you You should email them anyway Seize that cheese Email them anyway They're not Chinese But they're racist anyway If I were you show At gmail.com If I were you show Starts now That was a HeadGum Podcast 